We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I don't know. And then you it's always were on the back of a to scooter. Do, with- oh, yeah. And I was on the back of like a motorcycle with no helmet in the pouring rain. With strangers. With strangers. I had a good time. Welcome to the Holy Hour. I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. And I am... Now an ambassador for my Amelia wear. Hey! I am currently wearing the black crop top that says, Stop Policing Women's Bodies. <laughs> and guys, this is a comfy shirt. It's honestly very soft. I'm not getting paid. Good. <laughs> you should be. You're really selling it. Uh, it's very soft. And um, I didn't read the description. I just am kind of that kind of person who's like, I'm all in. I love that about you. And uh, it's embroidered. And I didn't know it was going to be embroidered. And I'm stoked about that because uh, when you wash it, it's not going to like fade. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it won't, you know, like peel off. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, when you used to buy the pink underwear. Oh my God. Yeah. The pink would peel off. Yeah. Yeah. And then there would just be like an eye or something. Uh huh. Not into it. And a K. Ink. Yeah. It's just ink. ink. It's just <laughs> ick. It really looks really good on you, though. That's Thank such a good you. cut on you. Thank you. I love you. a good crop top. Yes. And I love the sentiment. I also bought the crew neck that says, a picky bitch with a shitty attitude. Mm-hmm. I sent. I told my mom about your merch, and I was like, yeah, this is what I just bought. And then she was like, but you're not, you don't have a, sh- a shitty attitude. And I was like. Sometimes I do if they deserve it. <laughs> when it's warranted, I have a shitty attitude. I'm like, attitude. Mom, don't lie. <laughs> you raised me. You know I have a shitty attitude. It's something to be proud of. I agree. And being a picky bitch is something to be proud of, too. Yeah. All right. Let's crack these selfies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You have something to crack today, too. Should we crack yeah, it on, on cue? Yeah. Should I count down the crackdown? Yeah. Should we count down from a three? A crackdown. Ooh. Three, two, one. <laughs> crack off. <laughs> I couldn't get my nail under it. I panicked. <laughs> I was like, oh no, we're counting and I'm fucking it up. Um, I have learned to use the side of my finger because I'm a nail bitch. Uh-huh. So I don't want to fuck up my nails. I really had to step up my nail game to stay on your level. I really, I never painted my nails until like two months ago and now I can't have them naked. I, I don't know. I just became a nail bitch like a few years ago and it's one of those things that my nails are like your lashes. Like mm-hmm. if I have my nails, I'm like, Okay, I don't feel like a total piece of shit. Yes, that's exactly what my yeah. lashes do for me. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things you're like, I guess I'll spend money on this Yeah. for me. But I think I might start doing my own dip powder because, you know, yeah. why not? Why not? I love doing it. A good home DIY. Yeah, why not? Situation. I'm curious to hear how home dip powder works because um, when I did dip in a salon, it was a nightmare. Yeah, sure you have that. a nightmare story. I've never had like a something bad happen with my dip powder experiences. It, I guess the worst would just be like if I'm like, oh, I don't like the color, or like if yeah. it's I, I picked a weird shape. Yep. And I would never blame a nail tech. Like my nail techs 
I would die for them. <laughs> yeah. When you find a good nail tech, it's just like uh, finding a good lash girl. It's so true. Like, uh, I continue to go through great nail techs at the place I go to. Because mm-hmm. um, a few of them, like, one of them went on maternity leave and then she just never came back. And that was my girl. And I didn't even know she was pregnant. Like, because COVID happened and, like, everything shut down and I wasn't getting my nails done. And then the first time I come back in, I was like, is Anna here? And they're like, no. And I was like, is she coming back? And they're like, no. And oh, I was like, so disappointing. Like, she had a baby. And I was like, oh, that's exciting. What? <laughs> I know <I'm> still like, <laughs> I don't even know what's going on in her life no, I anymore. Don't even, I don't know her. She's a stranger to me. That's really, once you find somebody, because you could go through, it's like finding somebody to cut your hair, too. It's like, you so can't true. just like start going to someone else, like, I feel like a lot of, well, not a lot. My dad's a good example of this. He, he'll just go to, like, sports clips. <laughs> There's, like... Can we talk about that chain for a second? Yep. There's sports clips, mm-hmm. sports cuts. Mm-hmm. Great clips. Great clips, super cuts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's the difference between a sport cut and a great cut? Yeah, well... <laughs> or <a> sports clips. <laughs> they they show you... <laughs> <laughs> they show you sports highlight reels while you get your hair cut. Yeah, what are they showing in great clips? Um, it's like a, a America's Funniest Home Videos or something. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. <laughs> Just compilations of like things that dads are like, this is great. Um, like really, really nice like... Uh, clips of barbecue i was just about uh, to say it's actually just grilling people cut your hair while you stand around a barbecue and watch yeah. another man barbecue that's yeah that's how that great clips is <laughs> those are great clips <laughs> or it's like uh boat fails have you actually ever seen boat like a boat fail compilation yeah <laughs> i remember when i first started dating my boyfriend um him and his roommate were watching boat clips and then he's like okay i gotta leave i'm gonna go hang out with liz and then his roommate was like are you going to watch boat clips with Liz? That's an adorable question yeah. to ask. And I was like, can we? Or yes. boat fails. Boat fails. That's what it was. Lad Bible just posted a really good boat fail compilation. God, I uh, a good boat fail. No, people really fuck up on boats. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah. Of, I, I would fuck up on a boat. Do you remember when we went on a boat and uh, I drove it a little bit? Yeah. I so it would move so much slower than you would crank it uh-huh. and I was like, "Oh, this is not like a car." Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and then um our two friends were like, "Should you be doing this?" And I was like, "Probably, Probably not." not no. <laughs> and the steering wheel was so sensitive. Good for you like, for going. I've never for driven it. a boat before <laughs> and I've been drinking. Thank you. Those electric boats are like supposedly really easy to to drive. I know I would They're fuck it up. They're sensitive. Yeah. I know I would fuck it up. But anyway, we have some juicy, uh, juicy yeah, topics today. Some hot tea. Some hot, like some piping tea that just happened tea. today. Yeah. Liz. Do you want me to start? Please do. This okay. is your this is your jam. So um I have talked about this ex on the podcast before. I think I just called him Scorpio or some shit. I have no idea. Um, because he is a Scorpio. And what I'm about to say is the most Scorpio story I have to date. <laughs> he just loves behaving like a predictable ass Scorpio. Um, so I have this kind of like stalker ex, and uh in one of our like very early episodes, I tell the story of like why he is just kind of like a stalker and like some of the weird stuff I caught him doing while we were dating. So and not like in like a lighthearted like no. oh he's not like an actual like actual kind of like he was an actual kind stalker. of catfish yeah uh, for other people and then he legitimately like he doesn't stalk me in a way where I feel scared mm-hmm. um he definitely will like go out of his way to see what I'm doing mm-hmm. and I have no doubts that he's probably listened to the podcast and he probably has not liked what I've said about him but. Also, I'm just, like, saying what happened. Yeah. Or, and, like, how it made me feel. Yeah. And then I know some of it is also, like, maybe I, um, like, conjecture some of the things I'm pretty sure he is responsible for doing. But, you know, if you feel bad about something someone has to say about what you, like, what you made them feel, like, I don't know. That's more of a reflection on you. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying my experience yeah and if you feel bad about that then like (laughs) 
I'm sorry. I don't know. You can't be responsible for somebody else's emotions if you're not like outright trying to hurt them. Yeah. And we've said this so many times, like the only people who know this are people in my life who would already know who he is Mm -hmm. and um, you like and him and like that's it. That's it. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> the rest of our listeners don't know who he is. There would be no way for them to find him because I have gone to great lengths to block him. Yep. On, and, okay, now I'll get into it. So every, like, year to year and a half, he will make some attempt to contact me. And um, the last one, he sent... So I changed my email address so he would stop emailing me. And leave me the fuck alone. And um, he found my new email address, like, years later. This was also when I first, like, moved to Seattle. Um, I had been in Seattle for, like, maybe six months. And he emailed me. And he was like, it makes me happy to see you, like, doing well. And I, I just didn't respond. Because I was just like, in the past, I've been like, when he'd email me or, like, follow me on a new social media account I would just be like leave me the fuck alone and I was like okay well that doesn't work and he probably wants to get a rise out of me or something so I'm just not gonna say anything and also I just don't care anymore right um (laughs) and this time this time around uh oh no the last time I saw he was like creeping on me I went on I was on a cruise with my parents in Alaska my parents and my grandparents and this was like the summer before COVID. So like shit a year and a half ago, right on time. Uh, and he had made another account like Instagram account and watched my stories. And I was like, ugh, and so I just blocked it. Um, and this time, uh, a Twitter account has been like harassing me. Um, but I don't have notifications for like accounts that haven't been around for very long. Or, um, like, haven't, like, confirmed their email address. So, I just don't see those notifications. And he, it's this has been happening since, like, October. Uh, yeah, since it, the, he made the account in August. Um, so, his Twitter account... <laughs> Amelia has this theory that uh, the actual name of the handle is making fun of my Instagram handle, which is brilliant. Like, I was like, oh, shit, I didn't even put that together. Um and uh I like he like replied to one of my tweets like the other day and I was just kind of like scrolling through like my tweets because um I'm uh self-obsessed and I go through and look at my tweets <laughs> to see if like if someone clicks on my profile I'm like hmm are what these are they funny seeing? yeah yeah I do that shit what all are they the time. what are they thinking <laughs> yeah. I mostly do it because um my boyfriend will occasionally look at my Twitter to see what I've said about him. <laughs> He's got to do a self check. Yeah. And so I'm like, I, I'm like, if I were him, like, what would I think of like my tweets? <laughs> and obviously I would never say anything bad about him. Um, so yeah. So I was just scrolling through and I was like, Oh, there's a reply to one of my tweets. I wonder if it's like, I wonder who it is. I haven't seen it. And I clicked on it and it was this account that has like, uh, um, replied to some of my tweets in the past so then I like went to their profile and I saw that they had replied like rude shit to a bunch of my tweets I saw that too. and it's only me mm-hmm. and then there was like one other interaction where they referenced like uh UNLV which is the University of Las Vegas so I was like oh maybe this is someone from high school and then I was like that's fair I was a fucking bitch in high school like it's valid if you don't like me and you know me from high school. Like, I also don't like high school Liz. <laughs> she was a, a dick. Mm-hmm. Um, they were, like, vaguely rude, but, like, yeah. also, like, just not necessary. He, they weren't really saying anything in the responses. No, no. There's, there wasn't a lot to go off. You, but, like, tweeted about soul and crying about soul, and they were like, what the fuck, yeah. how? That was yeah. just the answer. It's like, what? It's like, okay, uh, They're I'm just sorry. trying to get your attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so then I, like... Amelia and I do this thing if someone is like doing some dumb shit we send it to each other and we're like tap me in girl (laughs) so I sent it to her and I was like that weird account is like uh tweeting at me and I didn't see it until now this is how I found out it was my ex because I'm sure some people are like how the fuck did you find this out and uh we're pretty open about like the creepy shit we do and I I don't even want to say it's creepy like I'm not going out of my way to like stalk anyone so yeah it's just 
they're coming at you so i think you have a right to know who's talking to you yeah they're coming at me so i'm like okay who the fuck is this like (laughs) i'm gonna find it out right and um there is we both have seen this on tiktok where like if you if you have like a random like ghost account like looking at your instagram stories um you want to know who it is you're like okay who the fuck is this they don't have any posts they're not following anyone they're private they're looking at my stories um so you go to like log into an existing account and then you put the username in and then you press forgot password and then it'll pop up like the email like it'll show maybe the first and last letter of the email address at like y.com mm-hmm. or something like that so it's it's ju- it shows just enough that if you knew who it was you would be able to figure it out mm-hmm. and sometimes it'll show like the phone number not the full phone number it'll show the last two numbers mm-hmm. um so i we were like i wonder if you can do that on twitter so i did this like uh twitter account that has been harassing me and then i took a screenshot of the email that is associated with it and it just had like the first two letters at y.com so i was like obviously it's yahoo.com mm-hmm. and then i remembered my ex had this instagram account where he would post about books and um i blocked it so long ago like at least five years ago so i um tried to i did the little forgot password thing for the instagram account and they matched and the email address what associated with it is like the instagram account handle at yahoo.com and i counted the characters because it stars out the characters and both of them were the same amount of characters and i was like this is fucking him Mm -hmm. like it has to be and um i don't know i think it's kind of funny i'm just like damn i can't believe like i know you yeah are putting in the effort to do this right i was like raging when liz i think he's like 33 now we dated when i was 23 and then i turned 24 and he turned 28 so he's four years older than me plenty of time has gone by and like our relationship was stupid like when i think about it i'm like yeah that was dumb yeah (laughs) And, um, I, I don't know. And he's clearly still wrapped up in it. And like, that's, he's married. He just had a kid. That's and fucking like, ridiculous. If I, if I found out my husband was like harassing his college ex-girlfriend after we just had a baby, like I would fully drop kick him out the window. I'm just like, I'm thinking about, so, um, I replied to him and I was like, I know this is you and like, I don't hate you and (laughs) that was so long ago like I'm sorry I I honestly feel bad like whatever is going on that he feels like he needs to go to these lengths to it's pretty pathetic to like you know be mean to me but I also don't think it's a reflection of me I also like I totally understand like if you he's listened to the podcast and been like pissed about what I've said, well then confr- be an adult about like, it. But that's like, if if you are I'm not, allowed to tell my story, yeah, and you're not you're not calling him by name. And no. if he feels that strongly about it, that we should see when that episode yeah, posted because we should see if that Twitter account popped up when oh, we posted that episode. Maybe it probably did. But yeah. like I, th- you are allowed he, just like you're allowed to say how you feel and how these situations made you feel. He also has a right to come to you and say like I heard what you said and like I'm real you know if, if you feel a type of way yeah but, like come to your face as yourself like be your just yeah come as yourself you, who makes a burner account at age 33 to harass an ex there's one thing to sleuth I have I have I love yeah, a good oh, sleuthy yeah. burner yes. account sometimes you just want to know what's going on but to, like to cyberbully to go out of your way to be like I'm gonna be an asshole Grow to like my ex <laughs> insane <laughs> part of me i was wondering like i was like maybe he's jealous like he's not even my shitty ex anymore like he's just like a weird distant memory to me <laughs> god can you imagine being hung up on something like that from so long ago <laughs> well, fucking hell and like so when i think of him i'm like i'm not af- i'm never afraid like he would hurt me i don't think he would ever hurt anyone good like yeah um but my friends and my family are like what the fuck? This guy is a psychopath. I'm like, he's harmless. He's just having a rough time. It's just a really creepy thing to <laughs> but, do. I mean, I just it, don't, I just don't like, I don't know. It is, it is kind of like weird that it's been going on for this long. Yeah, that's the thing. And, um, I don't know. It made me think about a lot of different things. Like, um, like I said, like 
he is married and he's married to the girl who introduced us. And like, when I think about them, like, I don't even really think about him. Like I sincerely miss my friendship with her. Mm -hmm. That sucks. Like when I mourn anything that I lost with that whole situation, I lost a friendship and that's, I miss her significantly more than I would ever miss him. And, um, I also like always knew that like our relationship wasn't right. Um, So I just I also kind of realized like that I knew in my gut very early on that that relationship was not going to last. Mm -hmm. And um, I still dated him. And it's like I've worked on this so much in therapy where like I kind of would just date anyone who wanted to date me. Mm -hmm. Um, And it would be it would become like a more serious relationship too quickly. And, um, that was like my own issue. Mm -hmm. And I would stay in a relationship, even if I knew in my gut, it wasn't right. Because if I'm not with someone else, then I have to prove to myself I'm valuable. And that takes time and it takes reflection. And, you know, you're not up against just your own self-talk. You're also up against like, societal ideals that we have been sold since we were kids and our parents were sold we were raised to believe these things and their parents were sold it's just like this ongoing cycle of generations of beliefs and now we're getting to a point where like there's so much information out there that you're like do I want this um and if you don't give yourself the time to decide what is right for you and what you want, you're going to continue to try and fill it with all of these things that you have been told are going to make you happy. Yeah. And um like I've taken the time to figure that shit out. And um it's obvious that like maybe he hasn't. Yeah. And might be wondering like why am I not happy? And, you know, he's going, he just had like a huge life change of having a kid. Yeah. I can't imagine what that's like. That, I mean, that would, that would, if you're not ready for that, I could understand that crisis. Yeah. Or even if you are ready and you think you're ready, like. It's still a big life thing. Um, I think about my parents walking in the door with me at age 28. I'm 29. Mm-hmm. Like my mom and dad walking in the door with me at my age. Like mm-hmm. I feel absolutely unprepared yeah. to, for anything like that. So I can only imagine what they felt like. So, yeah. and I mean, he clearly has, and I don't know him and I just want to make that clear. I, I don't know anything about this guy besides <laughs> what Liz has told me, but like he, he doesn't, that's all you need to know. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but like, he doesn't seem like he has the level of maturity that is necessary to be a dad. You know what I mean? And, that, and I'm not saying that he's a bad, I, I'm not saying he's a bad parent. You know what yeah. I don't know him. And he everyone might be a great, figures I'm not it out. Saying no one's ever going to be a perfect parent. Exactly. And like, but to the, the emotional maturity doesn't seem like it's there. So yeah. I could understand why something like that big of a life change might like jolt him into being so immature with an ex from college that yeah. he hasn't talked to in five years mm-hmm. plus. Well, and what, it wasn't even in college. It was like after right but it will yeah because he was four years older yeah. than me he's like the eight he's older than you are he was older than you are now <laughs> i don't think i was a good girlfriend to him mm-hmm. and i know that like i was fucking 24 and like confused and lost and unhappy with my career and I didn't know what what I wanted to be doing like I just wasn't happy with myself and that reflects in a relationship totally and um like the difference is is like I'm not afraid to admit that I'm ashamed of like the person I was when I dated him Mm -hmm. um and like he knows that he hurt my feelings when we did break up and he immediately started dating the friend that introduced us and neither of them went about it in a way that was respectful towards me. Like if they had just talked to me respectfully about it, I probably wouldn't have been as mad. Mm -hmm. And if, um, I was mad, then like, that's a, that's my problem, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like (sighs) it's your choice to, um, do something like that and it's also your choice if you're going to like face those hard feelings yeah um you always think when someone goes and gets married and has kids and you're like not at that point in your life you're like oh they must be so happy Mm -hmm. 
And um, especially if it's an ex who's hurt you, yeah. you're like, fuck. Like, you romanticize what they yeah, must be Yeah, and you're like, damn, they must be so happy. I bet they're not even thinking about me. And I just had this moment of realization where I was like, that's not even remotely fucking true. Yeah. Because, um, like, my other ex, Shoe Man, he... I can't remember if I've mentioned this or not, but he cheated on his now wife with me very early on in their relationship. And when I decided to tell her, um, they got engaged like a few weeks later. (laughs) And then in my head, I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe like, like this has been so painful for me. I just like it. I just was jealous that he was able to move on so quickly. Like, I never wanted him back, but I definitely was jealous because I wanted to be the one moving on quickly, happy in a new relationship, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And um, then he was giving another girl everything that I had ever wanted mm-hmm. in front of my face. Mm-hmm. And you're just... It's, it's really painful to see that happen in front of you. Totally. But then I had a moment where I was like, a guy cheating on a girl like and then rushing into marriage and having a kid he's not fucking ready for that are you kidding me no. yeah <laughs> it just clicked and I was like it all, it all came like flooding me and I was like oh my god he's definitely not the person that like he I wanted him to be or like that he needs to be to be good like a good dad or a good husband yeah right Yeah, but it's so funny that, like, that's so universal that we tend to romanticize what Mm -hmm. our exes must be experiencing, and I don't know why that is, because I think that it's easier emotionally to just assume that they're doing badly, but we, like, torture ourselves with the idea that they're doing really, really well, and when you actually think about the reality of how people interact... I don't want you to do well because you hurt me, and I want you to hurt as much as I hurt. That's the thing, is, like... they do, but they're expressing it differently and they're going to hurt other people yeah right there's a Kehlani song called faking it and there Mm. are some there are some lines in there that I feel like ring true but it's it's like some people are just better at faking it yeah they're just like and it's there people don't want to look like they're doing badly when in my support group a lot of people ask about like how do you stop yourself from stalking on social media and like my, the whole sentiment of what I try to say is basically like people are only showing the best parts and they're probably not showing even all of the best parts. So you're going to fill in and how anxiety works is like we try to like fill in the gaps and we don't understand something mm-hmm. because the anxious brain doesn't like having things unanswered. So yeah, the easiest connection to make is like, oh, they're with this person and they're not talking to me anymore. They must be so happy. And like that's kind of a far jump. Yeah. And it might be true, but it's also still kind of a jump. It takes a lot of work to change. Mm -hmm. So like there are, there are so many layers to something like this, like a painful breakup, especially in the support group that you have. Like we're all kind of going through, like have gone through that experience of, um, you are just like, they must be so happy, but change takes a lot of work and Mm -hmm. it is very likely they're treating someone else the way that they treated you Mm -hmm. and the difference is is like that person doesn't know them you know them you know how they react and Mm -hmm. they have a new person that they can do that to yeah um and also like people have different needs so that person's needs might be different than yours and that might be a trade-off they're willing to make Mm -hmm. and i don't know Like (laughs) it's change takes a lot of work and it's really hard. And, um, it's obvious when someone has been working on themselves. Um, and uh, I don't know, you're right with social media, you want answers and you want to fill in the blanks. Yeah. Since all of this stuff has been going on with the support group and before that, really like a lot of people were bringing up the word narcissist. And I always thought of narcissism as, like, the, like, super into themselves, like, cocky, but, like, the personality disorder narcissist is entirely different. And I think that mm-hmm. it's really dangerous to, like, diagnose people. But, oh, like, totally. if, if you think that your ex might be a narcissist, something that narcissists will do is 
publicly display all of the shit that you wanted them to do with their new person. Mm -hmm. That's like a like textbook sign of something that narcissists do. And that's like probably not the truth. So I say this to say like there are things that people will do just to get back at their ex and it doesn't help you at all to know those things. And that's a point that yeah. I had to get to. I don't want to know. I do not want to know what my ex is doing, mm-hmm. period. And for a very long time, I wanted to know literally every step he was taking and who he was with in those steps. And the second that I stopped wanting to know, I started feeling more peaceful. Yeah. And that's a muscle. You just have to like just understand that you aren't getting the whole story even if you think you are. No. Because I was still blindsided. And I thought that I had every single answer. And it's so easy for us to forget what we know about that person. Yeah. Because, like, you get confused by what they're displaying. Mm-hmm. And um, you're like, maybe it was me. Yeah. Like, and, you know, maybe part of it was you. Yeah, totally. <laughs> don't be ashamed to admit that either. It takes two to tango. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's likely both of you were just triggering each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we forget what we know so quickly. Um, we forget that we know like how, like their manipulation tactics and things like that. No more breath wasted on that one. Oh, you know what? I do kind of remember one thing I wanted to say, um, that I saw a tweet earlier today of like, this girl had tweeted, um, screenshots of like, she just told some guy that she had gone on a few dates with, like, I'm sorry, before this gets more serious, I just need to let you know, like. I I can't do this. I thought that I could. Like, I'm assuming she probably just wasn't ready to date. She's like, I thought that I I was ready and I'm not. Um, And, um, like, I I wish you the best. Yeah. Yeah. Just a general, like, you know, how adults, like, let each other down. (laughs) Yeah. If you're just like, you know, I'm not into it. And then the other person is like, that sucks, but thanks for telling me. Yeah. Before you get too invested. And um, the guy that responded was like... You're not even attractive. <gasps> like, um, I was just using you for sex <gasps> and all of this, like, just terrible, predictable shit. And then the next day he said, good morning. Like, he didn't say any of that crazy shit. And then the comments I was reading underneath were, like, men, uh, or, like, the biggest scam men has gotten away with is convincing everyone that women are the emotional ones. Yes. <laughs> That's so true. And another one was just like, men need healthier coping mechanisms. And I was like, this yeah, is do. so fucking true. Like it, but it does make me sad. Yeah. Like that, like instead of just admitting to yourself, like that hurts. Like, of course it's going to hurt. Yeah. It's going to hurt your feelings. You don't have to fucking lash out. But the, about yeah. It. And then to lash out on this person, like, would you rather they date you and never care about you? Like, yeah, it's just the rejection. They cannot handle. Some people just I, cannot handle rejection. It's sad. That was like, um, and it is hard. Like <laughs> the, to be rejected, you're like, oh, fuck, that's embarrassing. Yeah, but sucks. there's a huge difference between being like, oh, my God, I am so embarrassed. Yeah. And lashing out yes god it's but um i'm just like oh my god i can't believe i did that i'm so (laughs) right just like take a deep breath before fucking responding that was like the when i got in the fight with the um the guy with herpes that i talked or maybe not with herpes that i talked about on a past episode (laughs) we had a big blowout about that it was mostly him yelling at me but he we had an argument and then the next day he texted me at like 11 a.m and he was like just thinking about you I was like, oh yeah, what in particular? He was like, I just, I just really like being around you. I'm like, you were yelling at me 12 hours ago. Like, I, it's so. If you're going to be mad like that and then not mad 10 minutes later, then like take a breath before reacting. Also, ask yourself why you need that kind of excitement. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why do you need the excitement of fighting? Yeah. It's just. I, I don't know. He he was the kind of person who would argue with me just for the sake of arguing like about politics and stuff like he would take the opposite stance yeah even if he agreed with me he would take the opposite stance my ex did that uh shoe man did that so fucking annoying i'm like oh good you're just playing devil's advocate the devil doesn't need any more advocates especially no more white male 
devil's advocates. Right. We don't need them. Shoeman was the devil. <laughs> He's not the devil's He's advocate. advocating for himself. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Cocky much? <laughs> you don't need any more advocates. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shoeman doesn't need any more advocates. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start saying um, Shoeman. Shoe- just to play Shoeman's advocate. Amelia <laughs> <laughs> uh, Samson, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Do you like movies? Of course you do. Do you love movies? Well, so do we. How's it? I'm Alex McCauley, host of Excuse the Intermission, a discussion show surrounding movies. Join me and my co-hosts, Max Fosberg and Grant Colombini, each week as we conversate about films from the past, the present, and the future through fun and engaging podcast formats like movie drafts, Hall of Fame lists, tournament brackets, and film reviews. So whether it's the newest blockbuster or a resurgent black-and-white cult favorite, you can count on us to keep you in the know on all things movie-related. Excuse the Intermission is a part of the Chatter Network. What would you do if um, there were no men for a day? Would women fill in the gaps that men have left behind, such as random violence? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ideally, no. It's just like if for one day, like what if for one day a year, just every man just disappeared for the day? It would be like the best version of the purge. No one knew where they went. Uh, they didn't know where they went. They just are gone for a day. It was just a lost day for them. Yeah. Um, I would go on night walks. Can it be the summer in this scenario? Whatever you want. Okay. It's, it's this, it's August. Okay. I would go on night walks and I would lay in the middle of a field in the middle of the night and look at the stars by myself. I've always wanted to do that. I, I feel like I can't even do that in my backyard, um, which is baseless because I live in a pretty safe area, but it's still something that we have to think about as women. Like, we don't know who's going to wander into my backyard. So I'd do that. I would drive for Uber. I'd make some Ooh. girlfriends driving Ooh. for Uber. Always wanted to do that. I Like, part of me wondered, I'm like, what kind of events would happen on the day men are just gone? Um, well, in the, it's so interesting. The reason I even, like, asked this question is because um, <laughs> my boyfriend was with... This was... He, he, this was so long ago. He was with like a few other people and like the women were like talking about what they would do if men just were gone for a day. They just disappeared for a day. And then he was like, I thought that was really interesting. And he was like, what would you do? And I was like, first of all, love that you're asking me this question yeah, and you're not like taking it personally. Phenomenal. Yeah. Cause he's so woke. I'm such a fan of his, but I'm sure you know me that too. by now. <laughs> too no but also like if you are a man and you're listening like this if if this question upsets you you're the man we're talking about yeah a lot the (laughs) the men that i know that listen are listening to this and saying yeah 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 (laughs) honestly i feel like our male listeners are amazing yeah but i mean if you're just like popping in for this episode and you're offended by this question look at look at that for yeah it's not to say like yes i like i not i so men. many people have explained it so well we know not all men but we don't know that with men we don't know like yeah. if i'm just walking down the street like i assume most men are going to just leave me alone mm-hmm. but i don't know which one won't yeah and that's why i have a a taser and pepper spray yeah. and an alarm. Like there's always going to be at least one that is, you know, going to follow just some girl into the grocery store. It happens <laughs> too often. 100% of the women in this room right now that has happened to. Yep. So that's fucked up. I know it, between you and me, it's happened to both of us. God, I hate that stuff. And like, just like, I don't know. But see, my answer for what I would do if there were no men is the same answer for what I would do if I was a man for a day. (laughs) It's I just want to do shit and not have to worry about my safety. Yeah. And like I started a whole discourse about this on TikTok where like men were asking what they can do to make women feel more comfortable in dating apps. And I love that people were asking that. 
But then there were people like, well, maybe you should be more careful. And it's like, no, we need to not teach women how to be more careful. We need to teach men how to stop making women feel like they need to keep themselves safe. And it's like, (laughs) um, period, period, (laughs) sis. Um, a common recommendation is just like, well, women shouldn't be out after dark. What if men had a curfew? What if after dark, when it's dark, men are not allowed outside? Uh huh. And then I brought that up to my boyfriend. He's like, I'd be down for that. Uh, <laughs> and then he's like, there would be a lot of heckling going on. I was like, no, it's not allowed. Mm-hmm. No, no windows closed. No heckling allowed mm-hmm. during nighttime. Nope. Women get to or go on their walk in peace. Jail. Heckle? Jail. Yeah. (laughs) Stay inside. Out after 10 p.m.? Jail. Yeah. If it's dark, no men allowed. We don't make the rules. That's that's law. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's really... It's it's fucked up. Like, it's... The conversation has shifted from, like, from who is causing the problem. And again, not all men. We fucking know. If I get one fucking email about this i'm going to explode one goddamn email yeah because i like we understand that there are good men but there are too many bad men it's shifted from how do we solve the issue it's like birth control like why don't we just unload the gun instead of wear a bulletproof vest period but of course like men can't handle the side effects of that's why they like hate wearing a mask they they don't know how to be uncomfortable i'm getting heated what was your answer for what you would do if there were no men? Um, uh, I was like, I uh, I feel like I would like walk around at night. I would take an Uber and not have to fucking listen to some guy say some dumb shit and ask me for my number. Like, I don't know. I and then I would dress like so slutty. Oh yeah, that's just a good dress in my sluttiest outfit. Mm-hmm. And like rave clothes all day. Yeah. Pasties. Flirt with girls. Yeah. Fuck yeah. This is a dream. <laughs> we should see if we could like uh, like make this happen one day. <laughs> Men, we're going to send you all to Malibu or something. No, sorry, Malibu. Maybe not Malibu. I mean, they belong in Florida. They need okay. to be Florida man. Okay, I'm feeling that. All Miami. men are Florida man. All men are Florida men. Mm-hmm. Mm. The lawless swamp of Florida. <laughs> I it's think about just that all crocodiles the crocodiles and men. Yep. That's it. That's all Florida needs. And sewage. <laughs> I've never been to Florida. It's rough. If there's men there, I don't plan on visiting. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Men, not going. But this is kind of in the same vein. So um, a listener had sent us uh, like a bunch of videos of... I don't know if you watch them on Instagram. She sent us a bunch of videos, but it's a screen recording of this conversation she had with this guy where she was like, basically like, I don't feel comfortable going to your house because I don't know you. Mm-hmm. Like, I just met you on this app. I like <laughs> don't want to be murdered. And she was like making a joke about it. She's like, um, she's like, haha, I watch a lot of true crime. And this guy took it so personally he's like i'm not gonna murder you i'm not one of those guys and he was like a dick about it that sounds like something a murderer would say she was like i'm just like not really interested anymore and then he just like kind of treated her like she was crazy for being for like looking out for her own safety well yeah she she and i was like this plan she handled it beautifully yeah she she handled it so well and then (laughs) and i just like when when someone behaves that way you know you dodged a bullet oh my god yeah that tells you everything you need to know yeah if someone blows up on you and you're like just doing like the bare minimum to keep yourself protect safe. yourself well and the, it's just it's it's a fucked up like cycle of like well women should just like know better and like do more to protect themselves and then when we do there's men who are like i can't believe you would think i would do that yeah it's like Oh my god, what the fuck do you want from me? Yeah, I know. It's like we can't damned if we do and we're damned if we don't. And then they make a Twitter account to bother you from mm-hmm. <laughs> or try six to Six years from. down the line. Yeah. Six years later. I the date that I'm going on tomorrow, he offers so we have a mutual friend. So okay. and it's checked out 
and she only had the best things to say about him. And he offered us to just like drink wine at his apartment. And I was like, okay, this is a mutual friend. This would be a good scenario for me to be like, okay, I'll go to your apartment. Like, I feel like I can trust you because I trust our mutual friend. But then it's just like, rule of thumb for myself let's just meet at a bar and I I texted him that today I'm like I actually think I would feel more comfortable meeting at a bar and he was like okay great here are some options and like that was it like that's how you handle somebody looking out for their safety I was so impressed I was like how did I get naked maybe I will go to your place but like that's just like just the the understanding that we feel uncomfortable and we've been made to feel uncomfortable over time yeah is that I respect that so much from men just yeah, just like, the you must awareness. Feel unsafe. Like, it's not personal. No, we're not like l- agreeing to go on a date with you, and like we're like, oh, I hope this guy murders me. It's yeah. just basic things that we're doing to look out for our own safety, right? And I'm saying this as someone who is very reckless in my early twenties. <laughs> I'm realizing how maternal I'm getting the older I get. Oh, same. But little Uzi Vert just got. Um, a $24 million diamond implanted in its forehead. I heard about that and I haven't seen it. It's, uh, look it up. It's awful. And <laughs> my reaction, I was, I was with Music Man. He's the one that told me about it. And I had a full meltdown. I was like, why would he do that to his face? In like a maternal sense. I don't fucking know this man. And I'm like, I, I felt personally victimized by this diamond in his face look on his instagram he has a video of it it has 17 million views this video of him dancing with his diamond in his forehead okay i just looked up lil uzi for diamond how do you get a diamond implanted in your head see uh, yeah music man was trying to explain that to me i almost just said his name (gasps) but he like he thinks that what it is is like there's a bar in it and it just kind of like slotted into his face oh you know what i bet it's probably like a dermal piercing but it's huge i thought that too but like dermals are so small what if it's like the dermal anchor could still be like small and then the actual diamond could be yeah, bigger? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. <laughs> that is a ridiculous amount of money. Apparently, if you take it out the wrong way, it can kill you. And he's been talking about how he's, yeah, he's like not going to make it to 28. He's in the 27 club. It's just a whole. He is joking about that? No, I don't think he's joking. <laughs> The whole thing is confusing to me, but I had this reaction of like, why would you do that to your face? (laughs) Why would you do that to your face? I just can't. I, uh, are you seeing it? I'm just reading about it and did you see the picture of it? It's huge. Yeah. It's upsetting. It's upsetting because it's one of those things where you're just like, I know that hurt Mm -hmm. and it makes my butthole clench. (laughs) You know exactly what I'm talking yep. about. We, yeah. We had a whole discourse about it, about like how he's just doing it for shock factor. He's doing it for the reaction that I'm having right now. <laughs> and like, who cares? His net worth is less than that diamond. So oh it's, it's all very confusing. I, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm not even like, why would he do that to his face? I'm more like... Do whatever you want, but it. I wish I thought it was cool instead of just th- looking at it and being like, that looks like it fucking hurt. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I'm so, do whatever the fuck you want to your body, but my maternal instinct, I had the almost reaction of like, if my son was doing it, I'm like, you why just, would you do that to yourself? You got very like uh, Italian and Jewish and you're like, yeah. oh my God, what are you doing to it your all, face? It all jumped out at once. <laughs> why don't you become a doctor like your brother? <laughs> Become a doctor like you. You got this beautiful face. You got this beautiful face. You put face. the diamond in the I your forehead? This face. I carried this face for nine months. The least you could do is call yeah, your mother. Very least. The very least you could do is Instead call your mother. Instead of spending all that money on your diamond, you could have spent it on your mother. Put it she, into a pa- into She a gave you so much. Life for one. <laughs> Soup when you're sick. You get a fucking diamond in your face. <laughs> you can be my Italian mom. I, I I know you're younger than me, but the second someone's being mean to you online, I get, I <laughs> turn into up. yeah, no, I know <laughs> I I stop everything I'm doing. I'm like I'm, fu- I'm fucking in. When I sent Amelia a screenshot of what was going down today, she was like, "I'm big mad." <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is like I think it's kind of funny. I'm like I don't think it's funny at all. <laughs> <laughs> he's embarrassing his wife. He's embarrassing his child. What is this man doing? What is he doing? He's gonna ruin his child. <laughs> He's raising a boy that's atrocious. It's atrocious. The last thing we need is another man like this in the world. 
You guys can't see me, but I'm doing the Italian hands. Yeah, we both. There's a lot of hands this, going on right now. <laughs> there's something that feels so good about just ranting like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I should have my brother send in a clip of him doing his his, his voice like mother. that. He does an Italian mother voice, and it's it's phenomenal. Fuego, fuego. Um, this is going to be a very heated episode. It really is. I'm going to find a sex fact. Um, do you have anything to say? Oh, I forgot. Sex fact of the week. Sex fact of sex the week. Sex fact of the week. I feel like our song's been pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. It's just so easy to sing it in that cadence. Ready for a sex fact of the week, Liz? Mm-hmm. From our sexpert expert. That's me. I feel I need to start pulling my weight. Liz. In doing the... The sex fact research? For a, yeah, looking for a sex fact. If you do anything else for this podcast, <laughs> I, I'll i have nothing. I like that both of us uh, appreciate how much that other does. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Um, if you weren't bringing in the audience, I wouldn't have an audience to edit for, so... <laughs> I wouldn't have a podcast to, to show to the audience that is coming in. We're if you weren't editing it match. and setting up all the tech. I Sometimes I think about how much of a train wreck this would be if I was doing it alone. <laughs> and I, LOL. That's because you're the busiest woman alive. I know. It's because I'm completely useless with tech stuff. <laughs> completely useless. People will come to me when like their TV breaks or their internet breaks because like I've been online for a long time. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm seriously useless <laughs> with tech stuff. So anyway, Liz does everything for this podcast. Um, that's on the record now. Okay. <laughs> she edits. She We're, does tech. We are um, an equal okay. couple. I love it. We have 50-50 responsibilities and they show up in different ways and we appreciate each other and the things that we both do. I love that. Yeah. That is a beautiful, healthy marriage we mm-hmm. have. Yeah. I've also publicly said that me and Liz are married <laughs> now on our picture today. Yeah, so. she, the said, world knows. she said, what did you say? I was oh like, I'm so lucky to be married to you. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said something. You posted a picture of you and your boyfriend on Twitter, and like, can I he's say that? so lucky I let you. Yeah, I was about to say that. I was, I was like, he's so lucky that I share you with him. Did I end up saying that? Did I actually end up sending that? I don't think so. Okay, because that that's like exactly so what I was going to say, and then I was like, I don't know, maybe that's a little heavy-handed. Okay, sex fact of the week: post-sex sadness is a real thing. I have felt that so many times. I have too. And sometimes when a when a man feels like a soft boy to me, I say, the first thing I say is, he probably cries after sex. <laughs> and I've said it derogatorily. And apparently, that's not a word, but apparently, <laughs> it's a thing. Okay. So this says, this is on health.com. Can, are you getting feedback? No. Okay. Have you ever cried after sex? Even really good sex? If the answer is yes... You might be relieved to hear that this is actually very common, and there's even a name for it. Postcoital dysfor- dysphoria. I knew I was going to fuck that up. I'm going to take that back. Post Poist. Dis- <laughs> I'm keeping this in. <laughs> I can't talk. Postcoital dysphoria, or PCD, is characterized by intense feelings of sadness, anger, and distress after sex, most likely after orgasm. Ian Kerner, PhD, certified sex therapist, previously told Health, PCD can even happen after masturbating. There isn't enough research on PCD to know exactly why it occurs, but Kerner believes it has to do with surges in certain hormones. It can also... Grandpa knows what's up. He's like, same. It can also come from post... No, from past snowballs. Oh, this is actually kind of sad. This It can come from... Past trauma stemming from a prior sexual assault. That makes a lot of sense. If you find yourself overwhelmed by the post-sex blues, seeing a therapist might be able to help you get to the bottom of it. That's so interesting because I've definitely been, like, very emotional after sex. And it makes a lot of sense to me now. Yeah. um, Because of, like, I, in BDSM, they call that uh, a drop. Mm -hmm. And, um... In those circumstances, it's more of because your adrenaline is just like pumping, mm-hmm. and um, and <laughs> uh, and then you know you have this adrenaline drop after. Yeah. Um. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh. But I, when I have like gotten very emotional afterwards in the past, it's definitely been a result of like. Um, I have always felt like objectified. Oh, um, 
if I'm like being honest with myself, like sex never really felt about me mm-hmm. when I had it. Yeah. Ever. And um like the first time it did, like he broke my heart. Like yeah. <laughs> but yeah, most of the time it felt like an obligation. And then if I cared about someone so much and I had sex with them afterwards, I would feel really unfulfilled emotionally because like that was the only way that they were connecting with me. Yeah. Yeah. And I needed more than that. Totally. And not being able to put your finger on why you were feeling so sad at the time. Yeah. Like, it's good that you've recognized it now, but I can't even so imagine the feeling of not knowing why you're feeling so sad after sex. Mm-hmm. That's awful. So I think, like, I think a good takeaway is if you are feeling sad after sex, if you feel like crying after sex, there's an actual word for it. <laughs> and it's something that you should probably look into because you don't need to be feeling like that. Um, and some tips on how you can like help with this is, uh, if you listen to our episode called the good word, um, we talk about something called aftercare and I will always stand by this. I think anyone having sex should be practicing aftercare and it is the practice of like showing each other, um, you care about each other in like the love language that matters most to you. It could be a combination of like snuggling and, you know, telling like your partner telling you reasons why they care about you or something Mm -hmm. like that. Like there are all kinds of different things. Maybe you need a little bit of time to yourself to reflect. Like I think that everyone should take aftercare really seriously. Like it doesn't matter if you're having kinky sex or not. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because um, there is a lot of emotional things that can go into having sex. And you don't know what someone's life has been like before sleeping with them. Totally. And honestly, if and if you're not thinking about, like, you want the other person to have the best time possible when you're having sex, then you should not be having sex. Totally. Amen. It's a group effort. Whenever a guy has asked me what I want, and I didn't realize it was aftercare at the time, but whenever a guy has asked me what... I need from them after sex I it's like oh my god like that level of care of mm-hmm. like after sex you care what I feel like, like oh my god <laughs> how did I get in this wedding dress because it's it's really such a sign of um respect that yeah. it's like how can I make you feel better after this experience so if you don't feel comfortable talking to your partner about what you need from them after sex um that's probably a conversation you need to have why like why don't you feel comfortable talking about it yeah because it's such an intimate thing and people can really have a drop like you said even if you're not having kinky sex you can still have that drop so I don't know take care of yourself like I didn't yeah I don't know once I had a word for like aftercare and what I needed it made a lot more sense to me yeah and I was like oh my god this should be an active part of sex always Mm -hmm. um have you been seeing those tiktoks that are like wait until girls find out we're not attracted to them after we come or something like that no god damn it I've seen a few of them and then like girls will come back and be like you know say something else snarky like wait until they find out that I can't even think of an example right now um that's so fucking annoying to me well and like if that's how you treat sex like don't have sex i don't know yeah like or like that's really terrible yeah no that's that's really really fucked that's fucked up and to and to say it publicly is fucked up (laughs) you're just admitting to to everyone that like you see women as objects and and admitting it doesn't mean that it doesn't negate the responsibility to fix it Yeah. Like, when guys are like, I'm toxic. Okay, fix it. Like, don't be proud of that. (laughs) I don't know. fucking annoying. I can't believe I haven't seen that. I hope I start seeing them. The most important thing to remember is objectification is a fucking choice. Yeah. It is your choice Mm -hmm. to objectify other people. Yep. So, Mm -hmm. don't make that choice. Uh, If you can't consider another person's feelings, don't have sex okay all right anyway we love you we love you so much if you're listening on apple Podcasts, please drop us a little review it helps us a lot follow us on spotify mm-hmm. uh, follow us on soundcloud wherever you're listening message us send uh, us an email and, you know it uh we try to respond it might be a month late 
we are we are doing our best <laughs> but we we do love hearing from you we love hearing your ideas like we might not respond to um like a message right away but if you have an idea we'll try and like address it yeah and put it in the show as soon as possible so mm-hmm. we might not respond but we we are listening and we do care and it means a lot to us yeah we love hearing from you we love you our children we love you our children should we try to harmonize again yeah you harmonize with me because i couldn't fucking yeah. do it i'm gonna keep on one note okay fucking pros everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.